0: Welcome to the Global Masterclass. We are so excited to have you. I'm Josh Eldert, the Chief Revenue Officer at Stalls, and boy, do we have an action-packed day for you all, wherever in the world you're watching from. And I'm joined by some fine gentlemen today. Uh, I have Martin Borley uh, with me, Martin. You want to introduce yourself?
1: Yes, I would love to. Um, I'm Executive Managing Director of Stalls UK and Europe. We are overwhelmed to be on this uh, auspicious occasion today. We have got some fantastic information for you, and we can't wait to share it with you. I'm also joined by Ben
2: from Australia. Hey, how are we, guys? Very good to see you. Ben Carroll here from Velflex down in Australia, all the way from Brisbane. Guys, cannot wait to deliver this. We do a similar sort of thing down here, and to do it on a global scale is really exciting because heat printing is an amazing space and it's it's hot i mean that by pun it is hot right now and there's so much good content coming up so i'm really excited
0: excellent so welcome to all of our attendees from all around the world we know you are apparel decorators or aspiring apparel decorators and we hope to give you a ton of content today to help you start or grow your business uh just to acclimate you uh to the platform uh, we have our eyes on the chat as we're presenting, and we have some folks uh, that have been kind enough to be backstage helping us uh, answer your questions. So if you have questions throughout the day, whether it's this presentation or another one as we go through the lineup a little bit later, uh, please make sure you just chat those in. And, and while we're waiting to get started, go ahead and shout out who you are uh, and where you're watching from. It looks like Australia is representing here, Ben. I'm seeing lots of comments in the chat, Ooh. so representing strong <laughs> in Australia. I see so, a
1: competition coming here.
0: Yeah, competition, and uh, I believe the sessions will be recorded and posted in the platform uh, for viewbacks. So you, uh, we'll go on a little tour of the platform uh, later, but sessions will be uh, recorded and available for viewback. Scotland is here, Sweden is here, and North Wales uh, is here as well, Martin. So uh, we have.
1: Welcome everyone. Welcome everyone. Everyone is welcome.
0: Excellent. So let's get started. Um, So the first class that we wanted to talk about uh, today is all just a setup for how awesome heat transfer technology and what we call the concept of heat print on demand is. Uh, Heat printing as a technology has been around for a long time. But I would say it's taking center stage certainly over the last decade, and even more so over the last 24 months, it's solving a lot of problems for decorators. It's simplifying a lot of businesses, and it's generating a lot of profit. And we hope to share some of those secrets on why it is doing that in our first session here uh, entitled um, Heat Print On Demand, and just how to print on demand uh, with heat transfer technology. And so I think one of the biggest and most exciting things about heat printing on demand uh, are highlighted on the screen. Moving from left to right, uh, one is the finishes you can achieve. Two and three are the fabrics and the products you can accommodate. And then three or four and five are the labor and the space that you can do it within. So we're gonna give you kind of a highlight reel across all of those topics and how you can be leveraging heat transfer as a technology for your apparel decorating businesses. Let's go ahead and start with the finishes that can be achieved underneath the heat press. And there really are endless possibilities, aren't there, Martin?
1: There are. It's incredible. I mean, screen print transfers uh, and digital uh, transfers um, are. Um, tra- uh, plastisol transfers have been around for many, many years. But what they do is they give you the ability to uh, print spot color, fine detail, um, heat on demand, uh, heat press on demand in like ten to twelve seconds at pretty low temperatures. Uh, give you all that flexibility of not tying in uh, time and effort up into cutters. Um, You just upload a file, receive the screen transfers really, really quickly, uh, apply them instantly, supply your customers quickly and you get an opportunity to then turn your uh, transfer um, uh, decoration around really, really quickly. Um, One thing that uh, is uh, really interesting with uh, transfers is the minimum quantities as well. So instead of tying up all your capital expense, all your money into expensive equipment, buying carousels, doing all that kind of thing, reclaiming screens, creating films, and having all those skill sets, you can literally just upload the file, receive it, and the instructions are really quick and easy. You can convert fa- uh, designs really, really fast, um, and submit those to customers, and, and churn your customers, and return them uh, again and again. Um, digital transfers, if we may change, thank you. Um, you've got four color um, uh, transfers, CMYK, so you've got 16 million plus shades and tints of colors there. Very, very good detail. Um, Incredibly fast to turn around. Uh, Order online very, very quickly. Again, you don't need all capital expense of equipment and screen making. You've got multiple colors, usually for the colors, um, you could have 10, 20, 50, 1000 colors in that design with multiple blends and detail for the cost of a basic transfer. So you could have 15, 20 colors in a print. It's gonna cost you near enough the same as a standard plastic screen print. These hybrid transfers are definitely booming at the moment internationally, globally. Um, we've seen real growth in the UK. I know Australia has done the same and the same in the US. Uh, it's definitely a trend that's not going away. It's definitely growing. It gives you immense flexibility. You can say yes to every order. Uh, minimum order quantities can be as minimal as one depending on the service and process that you choose. Um, they can be turned within the day. Uh, again, you receive them quickly. Um, You can apply them quickly, you can um, change your, uh, supply your customers more often, probably 20, 30 times in a month each day, rather than just one or two um, turns in a year, um, in a month, sorry. But they come back, those customers, you supply them quickly, they might come back to you quickly and then upload, uh, uplift their uh, order quantities with you because uh, they need more or want to sell more. Um, It's a real quick win, very little money down. All you really need is a heat press for these transfers transfer types, you've got no weeding, you've got no cutters, uh, you've got no large um, facilities, you haven't got to be making screens, uh, you haven't got to be reclaiming those screens, which for those of you who are in that that part of the business, you would understand the complexity of that. Um, Yeah, I I mean, everybody appreciates the amount of uh, utility costs as well uh, in running larger institutions, uh, facilities, Um, and you're not caught with having uh, highly skilled people Um, Transfers are very quick and easy to apply. Um, Onboarding can be happening really quick. We've got some great lessons for you later about that. Um, It's just an on-trend, fast, on-demand way of decorating. Uh, It's quick to order, quick to delivery, quick to uh, apply, and quick to get that repeat order, which is the magic sweet spot for, for most of you.
0: Yeah, I think this technology, like the first two sets is is, um, if you're joining a little bit late, um, we're running through some of the finishes that you can achieve underneath your heat press. We've talked about being able to screen print heat press, screen print with your heat press, which is screen printed transfers, being able to do digital looks with your heat press, which is what you're seeing on the screen here with this full color Uh, images with hybrid transfers or direct-to-film transfers. Uh, The transfer choices in these two categories are just exploding and solving a lot of problems for decorators. Um, But that's not all that you can do with your heat press. Most people uh, realize, uh, at least in the US market they do, that patches are really taking off. And they're solving a lot of problems uh, for people uh, with their embroidery capacity and freeing up their embroidery equipment. But more than that, uh, they're on trend with the looks you can achieve in the style that's represented uh, on the products you're decorating. So a ton of flexibility by being able to do embroidery, and I do my air quotes here, be able to create these embroidered looks underneath the heat press. And it's possible. And that's because of how far heat presses themselves have evolved. So we used to think about heat presses where we're applying top heat down only. Now, when we look at the heat presses that are available in the market headlined by the Hotronics line of heat presses globally, we are able to heat from both top and bottom. And so it's a a heat sandwich, uh, so to speak, that gets to the melting point of these adhesives on embroidered patches and lots of other dimensional products uh, quicker and with accuracy. And that means not only that you can create the look and create something that's going to be uh, durable in laundering, but also that you can create something on a wide variety of fabric types where you're not going to be scorching and damaging uh, the garment. And we're going to teach you a little bit of that later today as we go through heat transfer troubleshooting and some of the other classes. But embroidered looks uh, underneath your heat press, in addition to screen printing and digital transfers, uh, certainly one of the most popular things that's out there on the market. And as we go through the traditional embroidered patches, which have been on the market for uh, quite a bit of time and being decorated onto products for quite a bit of time, uh, we also look at fabric-based transfers. And keep in mind, when we talk about heat transfers and we say all you need is a heat press, it means there is no other equipment that you need. As Martin had stated, you don't need a vinyl cutter. You can order the transfers pre-done and ready to go regardless of what part of the world you're in. Uh, And you don't need an embroidery machine because these transfers don't need to be sewn onto the garment to make them permanent anymore, whether that's an embroidered patch, whether that's a fabric transfer, and this fabric transfer category is something that's expanding, we're seeing lots of options that are um, laser cut or laser engraved. And that's the majority of what you're seeing on the screen, things from genuine leather or faux vegan leather that can be created into a patch and be just heat applied, or Uh, suede-like products and other fabric finishes that are backed with adhesives, finished with a a stitch around the edge before you receive the transfer. So all you literally need to do is heat press them on. And even the popular uh, woven patches that you see on the left on that bag application, there are so many opportunities with different fabrics, different thread types, different transfer types that can really drive branding to another level for your potential clients. So it becomes more about understanding and knowing your client and navigating all the transfer choices that are available in the market. I mean, we see PVC patches being possible now in low quantities for customization, even TPU or dimensional patches. In the U.S. market, we call it uh, flex style or liquid embroidery is how decorators are marketing that. So there are a lot of choices a lot of styles in transfers. And you can make sure that you navigate through the chat, depending on what market you're in, uh, to be able to click through on some different links that our team is sharing to be able to see these transfer choices. But we don't want you navigating just there yet and leaving the class, because we have a lot more to share with you, because there are just an unbelievable amount of transfer types. I don't know how many of you have done applique in your business, but I can say at stalls here in the little southwest corner of Pennsylvania, Uh, In rural Pennsylvania, uh, we are doing a lot of applique and it requires a lot of skilled labor and sewing. And so we do this applique work for the uh, professional leagues, whether that is the NHL, the NBA, the NFL or the MLB. Usually we're creating a twill applique. We are sewing that onto the garment and it takes a lot of space and a lot of really big embroidery equipment and skilled labor to make that happen. What's so awesome about where heat transfer is heading is we are taking all of that technology, all of that skill, and we are building it into something that comes to you as a component that's ready to just position and apply. And that's true of applique as well, where you can get sewn looks or chenille looks coming just around the corner if you haven't seen these from Stalls yet. Uh, but you, you're getting all of these products that are coming to a uh, Stalls partner Uh, near you over time so it's not just what you see that's available today in heat transfer which is kind of where we started off but it's where this technology is heading because of the advent of the lower heat and the manufacturing technology uh, that we're able to deploy so martin ben i'm just going to open it up for a quick conversation around these finishes before we move on to the next section Uh, which Mm -hmm. of these finishes are you seeing adopted in your little part of the world and what are you most excited about let's start with ben
2: Look, and I was going to say, certainly the dimensional transfers, like the flex style that you were talking about there, Josh, the the PV or the TPU versions, exactly these ones here. So we've been seeing a huge increase in these, the interest in this, certainly in Australia. And I know that's driven by, obviously, overseas, the US, especially on those caps and things like that. A lot of the retailers are bringing them in and you can do really cool like designs, they don't have to be big ones, but they stand out. And I know one of the slides was sort of saying that embroidered look, you know, but it is an alternative to embroidery because for many of us, you know, we've got uniform shops and we're wanting to deliver product that people see in retail stores into that same quality. We can just with a heat press. And like you said, the Hotronics coming out with both the top and bottom plate, heated plate. See these embroidered badges right here. Like we can start applying badges that look as good if not actually better than embroidery using our own in-house equipment and in Australia we're seeing that we we see it in the retail shops we see it on the fashion brands and on the, the hangers and um and now we're actually being able to deliver that to our customers there's a couple of suppliers in australia who are doing these badges and getting into this and turning them into heat applied patches and they're obviously also available from overseas but it is a really cool space and they look premium right and it means customers can control that garment decoration in-house without outsourcing because obviously that can cause the stress or that can cause where challenges arise so with heat printing you've got all these different types of transfer particularly these ones here these dimensional ones which traditionally would have only been able to get that look from an embroiderer or only get a look from a particular printer now they've got access to do it in-house with their own heat press and it's pretty exciting it's it's great to be able to have all this variety uh just through heat printing
0: absolutely martin what are you seeing in in europe
2: It's it's a common story here as
1: well. Absolutely. The technology has kind of met the badge technology with the equipment, with it being upper and lower. People were trying to achieve it in the past, but when the technology came on board with the the 360 hat press with the top and bottom, as Ben said, it made all the difference. It was one of the biggest accelerated growths in our history and my 33 years of history of selling machines uh, that literally kind of met. It was a perfect time, perfect storm. The, the thing for me with the badges is the, is the added value they give. And like Ben said, it can be a small print on a nice badge, on a nice cap, looks really, really classy, and you're paying less for the badge because it's smaller. You're applying it nice and mm-hmm. cleanly. But the profit margin in a cap is quite incredible, uh, considering uh, compared to other garments. You know, caps are overlooked, in my opinion. It's a huge thing in the US. It needs to be a bigger thing in the UK, for sure, because there's a lot of uh, good, profitable business to be had there. And it's quick and easy. You don't need to know how to embroider. You don't need how to make these badges you just order them it's a, it's a fantastic add-on
2: Where are these dimensional as well we see people mixing and matching different types of transfers so like think of the sporting space we will actually see customers use wow. the dimensional transfers for the the crest of the team or the crest of the school or the crest of the the main logo for a uniform And then, obviously, if there's other logos or anything like that, then it's a screen printed transfer. It's a a more standard everyday transfer. But they use the dimensional transfer to give it that premium look for just that main logo on the left chest. And you're right, as you're saying, Martin, it can be a bit smaller. So, like, from a costing point of view, it's really competitive. um, But it makes it look premium and it's got that boss sort of look to it. And it allows you to do whatever you need to do on the rest of the shirt with other printing techniques.
1: I'd say for the wearer as well, if we think in mind about the end user, the person who's purchasing this, it's a much nicer feel. They haven't got that embroidery um in the back or backing to it. It's just it's smooth on the outside. There's no feel on the inside. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah.
0: It Excellent. Well. Good. Well, so our goal in this section of Heat Print On Demand is just to make you aware that there are lots of different heat transfer types and finishes. And really, all you need is a heat press to decorate. So some of these products are available in your countries or your part of the world uh, today. Some of them are coming to your countries or your part of the world. So we wanted you to see a little bit of the roadmap on where heat transfer uh, is heading globally and uh, get excited about adopting some of these looks and creating some of these looks for uh, brands and clients that you are decorating for. But it's not all about the finishes. It's also about what we're able to put these products on. So let's talk a little bit about that, Ben.
2: So like we just talked about different types of transfers and things like that, but where heat printing for us and where we've seen it over the years, obviously become such a predominant choice, especially in a lot of our businesses, our customers shops is because you can use so many different types of transfers but it's it's more the range of garments that you can print onto if we think of traditional screen printing and things we've got to obviously have big dryers so putting heat sensitive fabrics through dryers and things like that doesn't always work dtg doesn't work for polys and things like that as well so it's cotton so when you go heat printing Now, all of a sudden you can do your natural fabrics and your synthetics, okay? So, and we know that the market for garment decoration or market wear, like clothing, has gone very much active wear, it's gone synthetics, it's gone poly blends and things like that. Um, So with all that sort of tech that's coming into fabrics that we want to print up, the cool dries and things, you've got to then choose printing choices that match up to those fabrics. And heat printing allows you to go across not just cottons, not just natural fabrics, right through your polys. And then if we think about product, okay, so fabric, okay, most fabrics that can cover across. If we think about product, all of a sudden you can go, not just clothing heat printing can be used on bags and caps and umbrellas and and mm. gazebos like we've done some monster transfers over the years I, in actual fact i think one was a monster logo at five meters wide you know on a cafe valance wow. you can you could never yeah. do that in any other print technique um yeah. not in a shop with only five employees right you know no. that was many years ago yeah um, and you can do it so heat printing opens up not just the type of products that you can print not just the fabrics that can print but it also gives you access to do it in your own shop right it doesn't have you don't have to be a specialist to to be able to print so many different products and uh, that's what gets me excited because when a customer walks in the door if you do heat printing you can typically say yes to that job because no matter what product or what garment or what placement okay because placement is really important no matter the placement we you'd be able to find a relatively good product transfer whether you produce it in-house or you buy that transfer from a supplier but you can get that transfer into your shop and you can apply it onto those garments um, and the customer gets exactly what they want and you're able to control the whole process so um, any fabric any any product like heat printing really does open up the opportunity for you know, a heat printer to say yes to any job. And that's what gets us excited.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and when I think about this, any fabric, any product, I try to drive it back to um, business goals, right? And And I think mm-hmm. one of the goals for an apparel decorator is how can I create higher value customers? And if you kind of step back from that higher value customer, to do that, you need to create higher value orders. And one way to do that is by having a better product assortment uh, within your orders. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you can decorate a um, a cap or hat with a performance polo, with a backpack or a bag with the same transfer starts to drive that product assortment inside of the shopping cart or the uh, buying experience. And and not only that, uh, when you think about those products I named, we can move to premium items within the order, right? And so mm-hmm. I'm building all the way the fr- from the foundation to the ceiling uh, more nice. value. Uh, and more profit into the equation uh, by thinking about uh, what can I accommodate other than just cotton t-shirts. Um, and so I would encourage decorators uh, to think about building higher value customers, higher value orders, and higher value products along that whole uh, journey. But certainly any fabric, any product is is a big one. I've heard a gazebo. Martin, what's the craziest thing well, that you've I ever feel, I
1: I've been consumed by Ben. I mean, it was a, a car cover, barbecue covers and jet ski covers. That was some of the biggest things that we had done. And uh, people had uh, applied it, kind of they'd stepped it across the heat press. They looked amazing, but that's kind of how they do it. But I mean, these these covers are not being screen printed; they're being vinyl printed or even mm-hmm. transfers. So, yeah, and the added value to that is someone's paying a lot of money for, a, uh, say, a boat or a car, and then they're going to wrap it like a like a Bonhams um, uh, auction cover, um, you know, the the uplift on that, Josh, is is immense. One thing I wanted to say that I really liked your slide there is that. Nothing on there is boring. There are no basic promotional t-shirts or elements in there. And people need to think like that. A lot of the blank wholesalers internationally now, they've got some amazing uh, kind of retail, you know, fashion-trended um, products that can be decorated. And uh, you know, transfers have got you covered. You can go on most of them. You can't embroider on most. You definitely can't do DG on many. But the transfers, you can go collars, cuffs, straps, you know, tassels, or you can, you can decorate all elements on there. So yeah, there's a, so much added value there, which I know we've got some more uh, lessons coming later, but yeah, no don't. There's some fantastic products out there. People just need to kind of uh, research and, and, and test and test them.
0: Yep. So lots of different finishes, lots of different fabrics, lots of different products. And uh, perhaps most exciting about the process is look, it doesn't take up much space. So let's talk a little bit um, about that and the space it d- it does take up, Martin.
1: That was a fantastic lead-in. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, I mean, we are a manufacturer here, and I've dealt with over the years probably tens of thousands of different manufacturers. And space is expensive. You know, if it's in your house and you want to charge for it, or if you're going to rent it, buy it, whatever you're going to do, hands down, the heat press for me is still the most productive, prof- uh, profitable space that you can use. Um, we all have shared numbers on this. I mean. In England, I'll put it in, in uh, metres and feet as well, but between 50 and 100 square feet is between 5 and 10 square metres. That's not much space, if you think about it. That's not a large area. In England, we'd call it a box room, back room, spare bedroom, you know, a small part of a garage, um, um, even a garden shed. We have, we've had thousands of customers over the years that have started very profitable businesses from sheds, garden sheds. Uh, Man and lady caves, creative kind of little hubs like that. Um, It doesn't need to take up much space. If you do have space, it doesn't make great sense to use it all. You wanna tighten it up, make it into a nice little tight cell, have everything that you need close to hand. Um, We've got some great demonstrations for you later in the day. We're gonna actually show you in this space here, which is our showroom in the UK, and show you some little kind of productive cells of how to structure and set those spaces up. But you want nice, clean, tidy area. You need a couple of basic accessories. You want nice, clean, tidy work spaces. The actual machines take up very, very small footprints, you know, a couple of square feet, literally. Um, we wanna go from box to press to box. We don't wanna have loads of tack time and movement and wasted motion in between us. One exhausts you, you can get distracted. Uh, we want nice clear worktops. Um, we were talking about caps a second ago, but if you can go from box of caps, prints on back into the box and ship, um, and one person can do that, or you can just scale up with one or two extra machines, if you have the space, the trick is always to keep that cell nice and tight, uh, clean and tidy and organized. Um, I would guess that the majority of our startup customers are starting in just that way. And that's what we try and instruct them. Don't buy expensive um, um, you know, furniture, don't get flash offices. It's all about working out your costs and making sure that your footprint is small and you're profitable. You can always scale up and have a second cell and a third cell and, 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 and mm-hmm. so on. Yep. Um, we've even had customers with, uh, like auto open heat presses, they've got two or three. So one's popping, they're placing the next one, they're peeling the last one, and they're just literally walking, working in a, in a tight horseshoe, some very smart people out there. And we're going to share all those kind of, all those, um, um, examples and skills that we've learned and, and shared with others with you today. Yeah, um, not only- go. On. sorry, Josh,
0: you're good. You're good. So not only will we share, um, the layout but we will share specifics about how uh, space impacts cost in our cost calculation session. Um, And so you'll get a great understanding on uh, how to run a lean business model and a profitable business model. And we're going to share the numbers with you, not only from a space standpoint, uh, but one of the other key things when it comes to decoration of any type uh, is the labor. So Ben, talk to us a little bit about the labor component of heat printing the people doing the work.
2: Yes, look, so like heat printing is something that it's it's easy to do because effectively the transfer is already made. So if you're buying the transfer in, the actual printing process, the transfer is ready to be applied on. So, you know, the magic is in right temperature, right time and right pressure. And these things can be set by a good quality heat press, right? There's mm-hmm. a, a good quality heat press, you know, set the temperature, time, that's sort on of pressure, follow the instructions. And as long as you've loaded it in and followed the steps of making sure there's no creases, that sort of thing, you can get a transfer to apply easily onto almost any garment. Okay. So when we're talking about training and, and getting into doing heat printing, it's very easy to onboard staff in terms of getting that. Th- Uh, throughput getting that productivity in terms of speed and and whatnot um placement again like getting placement right is quite easy because you get to see the transfer you can place it down and you can sort of step back and have a bit of a look it's not like screen printing where you've slid the t-shirt on you you print the print on and you look and you go Gee, that I didn't quite get that right. You, you get a moment to sort of put a transfer in place and go, yes, that looks good, right? So, for us in terms of printing, like you can train people up nice and quickly, okay? So, you can have a good um, run of staff, you can train people up that from other departments when you within your business so that you can bring them through. We've got a busy day of pressing so that you might get people around to actually help. But then on those quieter days, they're back doing their other jobs. It's not as specialist as say, an embroidery sort of role or, or a screen print or something like that, where you really need that trade skill. Um, from an application point of view, um, one person can do you know they can be doing 100 applications an hour so when we're talking labor versus printing numbers and i know josh is going to do calculations and things like that later on but when we're talking about labor you one individual can do 800 to 1,000 garments a day, right? So if they're doing an 8 to a 10-hour day, like a big day, you know, and a lot of small businesses out there where we're busy so that we want to just have one day where we're pressing through, that's huge numbers, right, from one individual, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't take a lot of space as we just talked about, you know, so you can do that out of even a bedroom at home. Like I've seen small spaces where people are literally do one box of garments, take them out, bring the next box in and then press through it. And how many bo- how many shirts did they print? hundreds and hundreds right from one individual so guys when we're talking labor we're talking it's easy to teach and train it's easy to get right okay instructions are quite easy to follow um, application you know it's, it's just about having a good bit of equipment and the throughput of an individual is awesome it's really really good
0: excellent so Uh, Lots to be excited about at heat printing, which is why we've put a whole day of content Mm -hmm. together. Uh, We're so excited about this technology and have been for some time and want to help you as an apparel decorator to understand where it fits, how you can be utilizing it, how you can be building a whole business around the heat press, or if you're doing other decorating technologies, at least a whole department around the heat press and using it uh, for what it's great at, which is uh, printing on demand. Be able to decorate exactly what you need when you have the order nothing more, nothing less, with just a heat press. So we believe it's a leaner technology, a more agile technology, an easier technology to learn, certainly simpler to approach, and one that you can scale and grow over time. It's also a clean technology that we are seeing um, people adopt as a more sustainable way. Again, printing exactly what you need and only what you need when you need it, so we don't have this overruns and problems of apparel waste that's really a global issue. Um, and the looks that we're creating are not only things that are going to uh, last a long time, they're things that are going to accomplish the goal for the brand, that people are going to want to uh, wear out of the house, to pull out of the closet, um, to be able to be that um, garment that that you want to uh, wear out and show where the decoration is going to stand out. Oh,